Hello everyone, welcome back to Easy Money Fantasy Podcast, the best place to get fantasy tips for basketball. We're your hosts, Slum and Raw Romeo. Uh, we got a great episode for you guys today. We're going to go through some of the NBA changes to the tampering rules, and then we're going to continue our ranking for the one more round and give you guys some tips on how to draft in the first couple of rounds. Uh, so stay tuned. Yeah, last episode we did top... 24, so top two rounds in a 12-man league. Uh, we're basing off head-to-head. We had a few uh, a few disagreements on a few, specifically Bradley Beal and Embiid, but I think uh, the third round should be a bit closer. Uh, actually, it might even be farther apart from each other. We'll see. Yeah, I think, I think the f- end of the second round was a little bit closer. Um, I think I did make a mistake on the ranking. I gave 13 twice, so... <laughs> um, but yeah, but other, I think overall our ranking is was pretty similar last time last week. Pretty yeah. close. Some here and there that were kind of like, obviously huge differences in in because of injury, right? If injury you want to win your league, though, you gotta go with uh, Raw Romeo's because he's the champ, and yeah. Well, to be fair, it's two. It's two to two right now, so you're actually <laughs> you actually think one of ours is a fifty percent chance of winning. I'm currently. The champ, though. Correct. Currently the champ. Currently, currently the champ. champ. But based on trends, it's going to be my turn next week. Uh, the next season. So, there's that. Um, so, I guess the first thing we'll talk about is the anti-tampering rules. What, what do you think? I think they changed it so that you're allowed to talk good things about other players, but you're not allowed to have your players actually, uh, I guess, persuade a player to, you know, tell their agent I want to be traded type of thing. <laughs> it's going to be hard to enforce. You, like, players can talk to each other behind closed doors. It's not going to really change anything. I feel like they can't really enforce that that well. Yeah, I think tampering is pretty hard to enforce. But at least now you're not going to get awkward interviews where, like, GMs and stuff can't talk, say nice things, right? They're, like, like <laughs> you can't compliment <clears throat> other players. It's kind of weird. So that's, yeah. that's good. Um, yeah, made for yeah. a lot of awkward moments, for sure. Yeah, for sure, right? Guys saying they can't even speak without, you know, possibly getting in fined and. So yeah, that's that's good for sure. Yeah, but, yeah, you can't really stop players from talking to each other, right? That that's the hard part. And then what are you gonna do? Find that player, <laughs> right? Um. Oh yeah, all those Anthony Davis and LeBron uh, dinners they had last exactly. season. All those pictures of them having a romantic dinner together. Exactly, and like, what what can you really even say, right, at that point? Mm-hmm. If you find them, it's like even if they try and persuade the player to come, it's not up to them, right? Like they need the GM's agreement and trades to happen. But I guess it just keeps people in their market, which is I think what they're trying to do. Yeah, yeah, it's good for the game for them to be able to talk to about each other. And saying they have good games and whatnot. But. Yeah, it'll be good, but can't stop the tampering. <laughs> you can't. You really can't. Yeah. Unless yeah, unless you guess unless one snitches on you or something, right? Yeah. Uh so I think we were just gonna go head right into our third round pick. We're gonna start at twenty five. Um so I think I'll probably go first since I didn't make the mistake yeah. for last. We already uh, got your twenty five. We already have my twenty five. So my twenty five is is gonna be Kristaps Porzingis. So just keep in mind this is purely value. This is, this isn't like zero strategy. This is who I think is best at twenty five. I think Kristaps Porzingis is probably 
the best. He's <coughs> probably a borderline first round player when healthy. Um, and he did take a year off already, so I I think there's gonna be some low management with this with Chris Stapps, but it seems like he likes to be in Dallas. His boy and Luca's there. Um, I think he'll probably put up some great numbers this season, especially since he's a big man that can shoot the three and get you blocked. So, what what can go wrong? Uh, if he comes back to normal, we'll see how how healthy he is. But yeah, those blocks and threes you can't find them anywhere else. The unicorn. Um, my twenty five. What do I got left here? Definitely gonna have to go with uh, Draymond Green, just because he's uh. Yeah. It's only him and Curry there, and D'Angelo Russell, so he's going to get tons of touches. His assist numbers might go up, rebounds, points, all should increase a bit. Um, yeah. And those defensive stats, you can, they're so delicious. Those block, uh, like he's a block and steal kind of guy, so. <coughs> the only problem is you take a hidden points for your third round player, so you got to make sure uh, you have that covered earlier. On in your drafts if you're going to take them in the third round. Uh, my 26 would probably be... Ooh. Ooh, it's hard. Miles Turner, I think. Um, you know, I've been waiting for him to break out for a couple seasons now, and I keep, I keep waiting, but he keeps putting up similar numbers. Uh... <laughs> The blocks are huge every year. I just want more points and uh, efficiency from him, but I don't know. Maybe this is the year. Uh, I believe in him. He's got that athleticism. He's in shape now. <coughs> if he could get his rebounds up a bit, uh, I think he could be great. So, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd you know what, if my team build's going right, I'd probably take him around the third round, early third for sure. Interesting. Um, I think for me, twenty six is a tough is a tough spot. Uh, I think I I might actually. Well, I think twenty six for me would have to go to DeAndre Ayton. A finally grabbed him off the board. Um, you know, big man gets blocks. Gets like one point something blocks per game. He's already averaging a double double, um, and I can only assume he's gonna take a step in the right direction. So DeAndre ten twenty six can't go wrong there. Might be a little bit late, according to Raw Romeo. So you might not even get him at this point. But if he's still there, obviously I take him at twenty six. Uh, twenty seven. Well, I'll probably go Miles <coughs> Turner, <laughs> which is pretty much just DeAndre Ayton light. Um, like Ross said, <laughs> every year is this breakout year, so we're just waiting. Um, inconsistently can't. Sometimes some games he just doesn't score. He doesn't even get your rebounds for a big, which is kind of depressing, I guess. Right? You can't can't. Mal Turner is not reliable for block. Uh, for uh, rebounds, it's weird, but he gets a ton of blocks. I blame Sabonis. Yeah, <laughs> blame Sabonis, but. Yeah, he's just some one that we've all been waiting to break out. He'll he'll get you blocks for sure, but points and rebounds, you know, some nights are there, some nights are not. So he's my twenty seven. Not 
bad, not bad. Uh, my 27, I'm... I mean, I feel like at this point you could pick whoever fits your team, but if I have to rate it just based off numbers, I'm going to go Lamarcus Aldridge. Uh, he's pretty consistent. He's been consistent for years now. You get those great efficiency numbers at the both the line and the from the the field goal. The blocks are not not great for a bit. I mean, you get one point two, so I mean you're not really getting hurt there, but it's not great. Uh, doesn't really steal much or assist, but yeah, you get the the efficiency. So if, with the right build, you definitely want him on your team. Um, and the points and rebounds, of course. Uh, yeah, I think he's pretty consistent, so I'd rather go with him than a few of these other guys. Uh, 28. 28. 28, I go... Ooh, <laughs> I want to go... 28, maybe John Collins. Yeah, let's go with John Two Collins. Two <laughs> Another big <clears throat> has a big opportunity this year. I think uh, he could really explode. Last year we saw a bit of it, and you know when we get a full season from him because he got hurt at the beginning of last season. Uh, now that he's gonna have a full season, I think he could really show us what he's got. Uh, I think the blocks numbers come up a lot, and the rebounds and points are already huge. So, and he's a big man that shoots threes. So, yeah. Hopefully the free throws are a bit better, but yeah, I don't think you can go wrong. I think the bigs are going to dry up pretty early, so you got to go for one of the, one of these guys in the third at least. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't like John Collins. I, I don't <laughs> think I'm even going to grab him in the third round. I hope someone <laughs> grabs him before me. Um, yeah, I don't know. John Collins is, is not that guy for me. I don't know why. He's just like, he gets injured a lot. Um, yeah, I don't blame you. He gets, he's basically like a points and rebound guy. I don't really see him do too much outside of that. Um, but I think for my twenty eighth pick, I would take. This is gonna be tough. I think it's I would. So take, tough now. I think I would take Trey Young. Ooh. <laughs> Um, he's he's probably the last guy that gets over five assists on the board. Um, mm. His field goal obviously is mm. terrible, but I think he's probably one of the last best assist guys you'll get. I think he's the number one option on that Atlanta team. Um, uh, I disagree. I think there's lots of assist guys still. Like high assist guys? Yeah. Like eight plus? Yeah, for sure. You think so? Yeah. De'Aaron Fox. Mike Connolly, Chris Paul, no. uh, Rubio, but uh, I guess, but I don't know. Trey Young, I, I, his threes is pretty elite. Yeah, it's just that field goal percentage, <coughs> right? Um, he started shooting really good at the end of the year. Exactly, so. he started doing really well at the end of the year. So I'm just gonna base off of that. I think Trey Young, at that point, you might want to just kind of take him. Um, turnovers are nuts, though. Yeah. My my twenty ninth pick would be probably Zach Levine. What? 
sackweed. Yeah. Wow. He's well. He is the number one option in the Bulls, right? Wow. Before when he wasn't injured, he was putting up. He was putting up some second round value out there. Did you see him last season? Oh, I saw him. I saw him. Good. Decent field goal percentage. Good field free throw percentage. He'll hit you two threes a game. Uh, more than like he what 23, 24 points a game. Uh, a couple rebounds, but not bad for his position. Some good assists too, like decent for his position. He's a shooting guard, right? So get you a steal and obviously some nights he'll shoot you into a hole but other than that I think he's probably the best player you can get at 29 mm. you don't you don't trust us Zach Levine yeah, I don't trust that I don't trust that that's funny I think I'll I definitely take Zach Levine over John Collins though yeah, that's fair that's fair like 100% <laughs> um what am I at now 29 29 yeah 29 29 I'm gonna go with uh, my boy I love this guy. He's been on my team almost every year, except for last year. Uh, Chris Middleton. You can't find that kind of consistency. The guy always comes out. The steals are high. The threes are high. The turnovers are low. He throws in a decent amount of assists. Just an all-around great guard that you can have with great percentages. Great free throws. Uh... You know, I'll... <laughs> uh, this guy stole him from me last year. <laughs> he's, he's one pick away from from my hands. And, uh, yeah, first year I didn't have him on my team was last year, but, yeah, I'm making sure I get him this year. He's ranked really low. I think he's too low for where he's at. Uh, you know, Bledsoe takes away a bit from him, but they also got rid of... Um, Who's the guy they traded? Malcolm Brogdon. Yeah. They lost Meritage. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's a lot more for Chris Middleton to handle on the offensive end now. So, yeah. 29, Miss Middleton. 30. Ooh. Ooh. Is it time to read? Yeah. 30. You know, at 30, I'll go Chris Paul. Um <laughs> probably my riskiest pick on here but uh the assists are just so good if he plays the steals are crazy you're basically banking on trying to hope that he stays healthy on that uh, okc team um yeah you just really have to hope he stays healthy i mean he's getting old he's been hurt for the past few seasons and I usually don't really like drafting guys like this, but if he's still there around there, I, I think the value the ceiling is pretty high at that point. So, yeah, I go Chris Paul. Chris Paul, damn, that's a that's a tough one. Chris Paul, I just hope he doesn't fall to me. But Chris Paul's one of those guys that I kind of wanna. I know. I, <laughs> I'm surprised you took him. Injury Not concern. Might even bench him down the road to let the young guys develop. Like, yeah, he kind of goes against like everything I, I've been drafting, exactly. how I've been putting guys in order up until this point. But I think that's low enough where I can grab him now. Yeah. Take the risk. Um, at this point, I think for my 30th pick, I would take... Hmm, this would be tough. I think for 30, I would take Chris... Middleton hey. for the same reasons 
um, consistently gives you what you kind of you know expect from him. With now that I think he has more touches with O'Brogdon and Miritich, he's should be better than last season. He kind of slacked. I think he slumped during a point. Yeah. Started off hot. Started off hot, slumped a little bit, and kind of just averaged out. So he's good there. I think my 31, though, I don't know why he's ranked so low, but I'm taking DeMar DeRozan. (laughs) The team literally didn't change from last season. He was putting up pretty much second-round value. So I don't know why he dropped so low all of a sudden. Um, But I'm definitely taking DeMar DeRozan at 31. He's basically Chris Middleton without the threes. Um, field goal wise, I think Demar is actually better than Chris Middleton. <coughs> Free throws are similar, but Middleton's a little bit better. Points, I think Demar is gonna get more points than him. I think Demar takes a bit more free throws too. Yeah, the Demar actually, I think affects your free throws. I think he takes like what six ish a game. Mm-hmm. Um, his assists are gonna be same as a little bit higher than Middleton actually. Uh, closer in rebounds, the steals a little bit less. Um. But DeMar DeRozan is the number one guy on the Spurs at this point, I think, right? Number one option. Him and LaMarcus, right? Yeah. But I think DeMar probably gets the last shot, so... Yeah, I don't know why everyone sleeps on DeMar, but DeMar is probably my 31. Sure, sure. I don't really like him that much myself, but... Um. <laughs> He's literally Middleton light. Like, how, how can you go Middleton and not him right after? He doesn't have the threes, though, or the steals. The steals were similar, 1.3, 1.1. Yeah, that's different enough for me. Um, the threes, definitely, right? Yeah, the threes. You can't... Uh, what am I at now? 31, eh? 31. So many people on the board still. 31, I think I go... Hmm. What am I? Thirty-one. I. I'm gonna go Bobby Covington. Um, Who? Bobby Covington. <laughs> yeah, Robert. Robert. Never, never heard of Bobby. My boy Bobby. <laughs> never heard of him in life. Uh, Bobby C. He. Got hurt last year. <laughs> Probably too many minutes. Um, here's hoping he stays healthy, but the threes and the defensive stats are insane. And what he averages is just nuts. You're not finding that anywhere else. Um, yeah, you just pray that he can stay healthy all year, uh, especially with the ton of minutes he's going to get in Minnesota. But yeah, he's locked in, and he might not do much for you on the points end, but the defensive stats will be insane. Uh, 32. 32, I think I go with Zach Levine now. Um, hopefully he can take a step forward and be really take over as the number one guy and be the alpha male over there. Um you know, it's getting a little late now, so the points are starting to dry up, so uh, you can kind of go for them around this point and shore them up a bit if you're a bit behind. If you draft a guys like Draymond Green or um, who else is like Rudy Gobert and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah, I'll go with Zach Levine at 32. 
cool, cool. Um, just wondering, I, I, I've been looking at Victor Oladipo this whole time, and do you know, do you know his timeline for return? Mm-mm. He doesn't have one, right? No. He's saying day to day. Okay, well, I'm gonna assume they he's... asked about him, but he said didn't really wanna. So I'm gonna assume he's out for at least like six months. Six months, do you think? Like I don't think he's <clears throat> he's one of those guys I've been thinking like should I draft him now? Should I draft him now? Yeah, I saw but... his name there, but his knee injury was pretty bad. Yeah, um, it was pretty nasty, right? I think it yeah, moved it, up or something, right? Yeah, his kneecap, and it was pretty close to what was it March? Did that happen? Yeah. February. Yeah. So. Um... <clears throat> So I'm kind of a little bit reluctant to touch him at this point because I don't. It's completely up in the air with his injury. Um, just to yeah, just to put it out there so you guys are aware. We're not. If he's coming back in two months, obviously we're grabbing him at this point, right? Like if he, if you know for sure he's back in like two ish months, I'm pretty sure you grab him now. You might, yeah, you might go for him around here, but I but, think there's a few other guys that still take over him at this point. Yeah, yeah. So I think my thirty two. Man, listen, I I think there's. They're just disrespecting and sleeping on some of my guys. My third two is going to be Blake Griffin. <coughs> ah. We all know about his injury history. Every year he's going to get injured for X amount of games. Most years is during our playoffs. But listen, Blake Griffin at that value, third round, middle, middle-ish to the end of third round, you, you can't go around Blake Griffin, right? I think you can get him later. You think you can go later than this? Yeah. I feel like the second you click on his name, people are going to be like, oh, darn, darn, he was on the, on the board. <laughs> you go, Blake Griffin can go off, especially in Detroit. I think you wait around to pick him up in the fourth. Ooh, that's tough. I don't, think I, I don't think I would wait that far. I think Blake is... Should be taking a step up, right? This is Blake Griffin. No, you're going to get off. the same thing from him, I think. I same thing as every Ooh, year. We'll see. I like Blake. He doesn't get you defensive stats. Um, but he'll give you everything else pretty much. His turnovers. He, I think he's a star. He's the focal point of Detroit. They're gonna try and obviously do better than last season. He's already he's already hitting threes, so it's kind of like you know, if he continues that trend. But I, I like Blake. I don't see anybody else that really would take over him. Um, and he's kind of always forgot at during the draft because his name is so low for some reason. Uh. I think 33, I would take the Lord. <laughs> the Lord Covington. Um, same reasons, you know, defensively, he's the beast. He's kind of like, exactly like Draymond. He's our guy, though. He's our guy. Uh, we love Robert Covington. Uh, he, he can, in any week, he can just randomly sway you and give you a win. You know, one one game, he'll go for like eight points, and you'll be like, damn, I want to drop him. <laughs> Next game, he'll go he'll go like eight for eight from three and just drop like, <laughs> like a 40 bomb on them, and you're like, oh, crap. <laughs> So, throwing like four four steals, four steals, and a block, and a, and a couple blocks, and it's just you're just like, what what was this guy doing? Um, wait, well, yeah, Robert Covington is that guy. You have to draft him in that third round. Yeah, are you food? Um. <coughs> uh, let's see. So we still got, you know, what? for my thirty-three, I'm gonna go Kyle Lowry. I think he's low, really low. I don't get why. Um, there's no Kawhi Leonard now. I guess they're afraid of his age, but I mean, he's still putting up decent assists, uh, threes and steals. He's, and now he's 
he's going to have the ball a lot more now that uh, Kawhi Leonard's gone. So I don't get why he's rated lower than last year, but yeah, I'd go, I'd take him here for sure. Uh, and then now I'd, I think I'll go Luka Doncic at this point. I'm probably not going to get him here. I know people in our, in our league love those young potential guys and young potential he's, you know, he's already putting up numbers I know but I don't know I don't, the field goal percentage was so bad last year was it bad? yeah I mean he, and his turnovers were bad um, he's already gone yeah I'm, I'm probably not going to end up drafting him this year based off how low I'd rate him but yeah I don't fully trust him yet mm, don't really yeah I don't really want Luca. And his feel his free throws. I don't like when you have a point from a point guard. I, I don't want the, that free throw hit he's gonna give you there. Uh, but yeah, I think they're and uh, yeah, I mean I'm not gonna end up with my on my team, especially with our our league. I know guys in our league love drafting those young potential guys. So yeah, thirty four. If he's still on board at thirty four, I'll 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 snag him there. Okay, okay. I think my 34th pick would be... Food is tough. I think it would... There's so many guys I want to take. Um, 34. Probably have to take... Mike Conley. Interesting. Uh, injury concern is the only concern I have with him. Other than that, he's probably one of the most reliable point guards. Um, new team, Utah Jazz, are actually playing for something, so maybe he'll he'll produce. Mm-hmm. Um, so he is playing a lot of time Donovan Mitchell, who takes a lot of possessions. But yeah, I think he's probably the most solid guy you can get. Yeah, I don't mind that there. You don't mind that, right? He's like he's pretty much like the Russell Wilson of the NBA. He'll 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 show up. He'll play. Um, he does get injured every now and then, but hopefully yeah. he was he wasn't bad last season, right? He wasn't injured badly last mm, season. He got pretty badly hurt last year and missed a lot of games. Did he? Okay. I think it was mostly the trade stuff where he didn't play a lot. Okay. He's he's just like Chris Ball for me, I guess. Okay, but less stuff, less stats, less stats. Um, and then my thirty fifth pick. Oh, I had it already. I already saw who I wanted. Where'd he go? I don't board. No, no, I, I think I'm thinking uh, D'Angelo Russell. Ooh. Ooh. D'Lo at 35. Interesting. The, uh, he's on the Golden State Warriors now. He's replacing Clay, me, and there's no KD. So think about the usage rate. He's probably going to be the second most high usage guy. I saw those summer workouts. He's been drilling threes oh, from everywhere. Here we go with the workouts. Oh, those summer workouts? Who? <laughs> D'Angelo Russell, I see you. Uh, I've um, seen a lot of workout videos from a lot of different players. So. <laughs> um, but I see, I see him. He's probably going to average career high in threes. Probably not career high in points, though. Uh, he was already trending up in Brooklyn, looking like an all-star. So I assume the trajectory only goes up from here. Um, the only thing you should worry about is if Clay comes back. I'm not sure how he's gonna be integrated. Um, <coughs> yeah, just not sure. But you know, let's Clay might not come back till like end of the season type of thing. So, 
for seventy five percent of the season, if you can get D'Lo averaging what he averages, then I take it. Yeah, he can get you into the playoffs for sure. If, yeah, he'll, if, he'll, if you can move him before Clay comes back, you're living. Yeah, and you probably can too, right? With his value. Yeah, he'll be. I think he will be killing it. Yeah, just just before Clay comes back from yeah. the playoffs. And if Curry goes down. Who, who if if he's injured that load, who you got yeah, a first rounder in your downloading, head? Downloading, yeah. Um, and plus, even if Clay does come back, you're gonna get load management for a bit, anyways, right? It's not yeah. like he's coming back playing twenty five minutes. Oh, for sure. But um, still, yeah, there's no, there's no room to really fit with those three. And I guess he's like the backup point guard. But I, I think they'll shift um, Clay to small forward type of thing. I guess like yeah, go small, go super small, right? Yeah. But yeah, the low and thirty five pick, <laughs> <laughs> which I think is good. Uh, it's yeah. funny because we're missing all these guys in between that are ranked. I know there's a lot. Of we're not even touching them. Uh, I've I've grabbed a few there. Um, no, you didn't. Oh, that part, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know about all those, a few of those guys. You, um, you even come here? Yeah, I'm not. I don't see anything I like here yet. No, that's tough. Um, especially when I got some of these guys still on board. Uh, I'm gonna agree with you here on Mike Connolly now. Mike Connolly, I'll go with there at 35. Same reasons. Um, I just think he's a bit less than from Chris Paul. Mostly because Chris Paul is like by himself. He's going to be lobbing, lobbing passes to um, Stephen Adams, Adams all day. So those assists are going to be huge. And Stephen Adams is going to give him the rebounds like he did with it for Westbrook. So those might climb up a bit. But yeah, uh, Mike Connolly, yep. Same thing as Chris Paul, just injury concerns. Um, so tough, man. You know, I gotta go with Trey Young. Might be a little late for him, but I don't know. I couldn't really squeeze him over some of these other guys. I don't trust him fully. I mean, he was trending up at the end of the year, but I don't know how well he's gonna be from the start this year I don't know if it was like real or it's just he's streaking a bit mm, but, yeah end of the season too right like he's play, playing pretty much against some of the teams that aren't, aren't even trying anymore yeah. so you know you don't really know but yeah he was putting up numbers though at the end of the season his so. assists were always there from the start but the <laughs> I like I, I had him for a bit and the, he'd kill you in field goal and turnovers like worse than the Westbrooks of the, the league so I don't, I don't know how high I'd draft him 36 seems about right to take a chance okay I think that's the end of the draft right that's, a, that's the end of the third round oh yeah that's the end of the third there yeah that's not bad that's um, pretty quick well, I, I still need to do my 36 oh okay um who do you he's still on board here I have lots of guys still on board so I think my 36 my 36 is probably right now I'm just debating between Marcus Aldridge and CJ McCollum yeah CJ McCollum's super low this year yeah I don't know why he's super low he can he can give you decent numbers um, defensively not that great but I think I would have to take Marcus Aldridge at 36 but CJ's probably the next guy right after so yeah I saw his name I, I was debating where yeah he's probably like right CJ. there I think the problem with him is like he never he didn't trend last like he didn't get better last season he can't give you the same thing yeah just scoring it. in threes 
not that great assist. Um, no defensive stats really, so it's kind of it's kind of tough to take him too early. But yeah, so LMA rounds out my thirty six pick. I think we have some differences. Like you have Chris Paul, oh, I don't, a I don't lot even, of differences. I don't even have Chris Paul drafted at yeah. this point. I don't even have John Collins, John Collins yeah. drafted. Um, Kyle Lowry, I don't have him drafted. Only only because he made a comment saying that he's go, he's gonna go slow at the beginning of the season. <laughs> I saw that, but it's Kyle Lowry. You know how competitive is he is. Yeah. He's gonna do that for like three games. But you gotta, you gotta keep off. in mind that our to be to be like honest, we're probably gonna make playoffs and they get eliminated in like the second round type of thing. What? Um, we're going what? What? You gotta believe, but, buddy. I believe, but I know the Toronto Raptors. And like, listen, we not only lost Kawhi, we don't have Demar. Who's our number one option right now? Who even who who's even our starting it's small forward? Looking like Pascal Siakam is gonna be like the number one no, option no, no. now. Who's the starting small forward this season? Uh, might be, have to be uh, OG. OG and OG. We also got those other uh, those a few young guys. Um, yeah, with we picked potential. Up, well, it's like Stanley Johnson. Our um, right the guy from Brooklyn. What was that guy's name? Was he on Brooklyn? Our holiday no. I can't remember his name at all right now. Okay. Well, we got Sonny Johnson from Detroit, right? Yeah. That's, there's another guy. He's the same position. Same position. Rondé Hollis Jefferson. Oh, Rondé. Yeah. Oh, true, true. Um, I mean, none of them can shoot, but they're all uh, hustle yeah, they, guys. They can play defense, kind yeah. of, but I've seen... I had Rondé in our in our league last year. He was horrible. Like, absolutely <laughs> horrible. Really? Like, garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, Stanley wasn't even on a team last season, right? So it's like, you know, we're, we're basically filling a top three a small shot. forward <laughs> with, like, some guys that aren't, that pretty, that aren't even on, you know, like, on fantasy teams. Come guys on. that had potential last year. <laughs> or have had potential. So there's that. Um, but yeah, so I think that's that's our ranking. Where we have we have this basically a sheet in front of us that has, I guess, uh, a ranking of sorts. And they have, like, there's some guys that are kind of there that we kind of didn't even touch. Like, Pascal Siakam's ranked pretty high at 32, according to them. Chris Paul, 28. Think about up here. Mitchell Robinson at 26, which is... I've I've seen them in the second round, and I think some of the Yahoo... I don't don't get it. I don't understand either. I think there has to be a formula or something that goes on. Yeah. And his blocks are probably making it, like, as if he's worth it, but he's definitely not going to be a second rounder. Um, yeah, I don't think he should be even close to that. Yeah, he's, he gets in foul trouble too, right? It's not even, like, yeah. if he plays a full game, then maybe, but he really doesn't. <laughs> he always he does, falls out. Yeah, he doesn't hit threes. His free throws suck. Uh, doesn't really get points. Exactly. His rebounds are okay. It's just, it's just No assists. It's just those blocks, right? Like, one game will yeah. get, like, ten blocks, and then you're like, okay. He's almost like a one-category guy. Yeah. Exactly. So I don't know why they rank him so high. Um, I mean, he can win you that one category with one, but I mean, when he fouls out, what are you gonna do? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. They got they got like Danilo pretty high. I think at forty, he is on a new team. Right, he's on the Thunder now. Is he on the Thunder? He is right. Yeah, I feel like he was part of Paul George trade, right? Yeah, I think so. So he's on the Thunder. Yeah, but he's like injury prone. They're not gonna go anywhere. He doesn't get defensive stats, so he's not really worth drafting. Kevin Love, maybe. That's something that's what I was thinking about. Kevin too. Love is so hard. He's so hard because he it doesn't look like he wants to play, right? Like the second he gets injured, he's gonna be gone for like two months and you know it. <laughs> yeah, he sees it's like he sees it as a vacation. He's like, oh. Yeah. Um Tobias. 
possibly you can think about it. But you don't really know. Don't know. He's like what, option <clears throat> three, right, on that team. Yeah, now that Butler's gone, I guess, yeah. Option three. <clears throat> um, Donovan. Uh, Darren Fox. You can think about it. Donovan Mitchell, too. Yeah. Donovan Mitchell, yeah. I was, think- I was looking at him. Otto Porter Jr., he's... <laughs> what do you think about Otto Porter Jr.? <laughs> he's that same guy. Uh, and that- he's on Chicago now, isn't he? Yes. See, I don't know. It depends how he plays over there. But he, he he's like all around. He's like that all around guy that he's like a Swiss Army knife. Yeah, but then like, like during, no turnovers. But the thing is like there's just periods in the season where he just like goes on droughts, like really bad droughts yeah. where he doesn't do anything. Like he like he's dropping. I know off. he does nothing, but and then the owner, but the owner doesn't want to trade him because he's scared that he's gonna go off in the next game and it's yeah. like. Yeah, I've seen so. Otto Porter Jr. have some monster games. Yeah, like, yeah. Three blocks, four steals, for 20 sure. points, four threes, but... But it's just, like, not consistently some, there, yeah, right? some games he just doesn't get involved. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, there's there's Clint Capella, who somebody dropped in the third round last season, so... Oh, yeah. So might might be worth... Yeah. He might be worth picking up. Um, Clint Capella. I hope Russell Westbrook's there. <laughs> so, I don't know if those rebounds are dropping, but... Yeah. Oh yeah, the rebounds. Jaron Jackson. So, so what? What are some of your tips for drafting in the first three rounds? Raw Romeo. Um. You know, you obviously want to take the best guy available, but you do want to keep in mind who you have for sure. Um. You know, there's usually three or four guys that you're gonna be looking at in the first three rounds when you're drafting, and you. Yeah, you kind of want you always want to keep in mind of what you already have and try and pair it as best you can, without obviously diving too deep into it. Mm-hmm. But and that's always the hardest part, right? Like you yeah, see a guy like finding oh, this, the, is, this is a perfect fit, but damn, if I reach, I'm looking <laughs> an idiot. Yeah, finding the balance there is really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not exactly easy to make trades to fair trades either. So exactly, everyone overvalues their own player, so exactly. it's kind of like don't. Don't bank that, oh, if this doesn't work out, I can just easily trade for him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, I, I think I agree with you. Like, the first two, three rounds, always go for the best value. Um, obviously, keep your cats in mind. Um, I think when you go into it, once you get your first pick, you should pretty much know what your punch charge you should be. It's hard with just the first pick, though, sometimes. You, you can kind of... Like, if you get hard in the first round, you can pretty much say turnovers oh, are done, right? Yeah, okay. Turnovers, yeah. You can pick one or two. Obviously, you're not, you're not completely done strategizing after your first pick. You, but you know one or two categories are done for, yeah, right? like Giannis. Yeah, if you get your Giannis, your feelers are, are pretty much done. If you get, like, you know, Conti Towns, he's right the one guy that you don't have a category that you're throwing away right away. Yeah, only maybe assists or steals. Exactly. Steals. So, like, like, like I said, yeah, it just depends who you get. You 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 might already know one cat that you're gonna throw away. Second round, you should already have it solidified. You should ex- know exactly what you're trying to throw away. Um, I think my my big tip is don't try and win all cats. You're not going to. <laughs> um, if your team is too balanced out, you're gonna lose. You're gonna if your team is too balanced out, you're basically gonna win. Let's assume you win five four, a lot of the weeks, but it's just gonna get that one week where this guy just completely decimates you, um, and then you're gonna be screwed. Because yeah. you're only winning 5-4 every week, right? And guys here are winning, like, 7-2, you know, like, 8-1 eight, eight, type of thing, right? Yeah, and, that's a hard thing about being balanced. Yeah, so it's 
being balanced, yeah, you might win 5-4, 5-4, 5-4, but then it just takes one bad 7-2 beat for you, and <laughs> you're, like, pretty much knocked out, right? And yeah. You're not coming back. And if you're balanced, when the playoffs come around, you're... <laughs> and the good team... You start playing the good teams that are built properly, that are built to win, like, 6-3, 5-4, then you're going to be in a lot of trouble because you're trying to cover all your stats when a lot of that value is wasted on categories that you don't have a... Sh- they don't have a shot against you in- anyways, so... Exactly, exactly. So yeah, don't don't go don't go a balanced route. It's it's very hard to win. Like, I'm saying like I'm not saying it's impossible to win. I'm just saying you're probably not going to win, right? Like Yeah, there's a high chance. So that's that that's one of my tips. Um another tip is I would say don't draft a rookie in the first three rounds. I was even saying don't draft a rookie in the first four rounds. <laughs> um unless you see something magical, like absolutely magical. Um But yeah. Yeah, rookies. Rookies I mean they rarely pay off. Rarely, yeah. It was like Towns that one year paid off. Towns, I think, was the only rookie I've ever seen pay off. Yeah. Zion like... this year is, is the big... Everyone's saying, oh, he's going to pay off right away. Um, but yeah, yeah, like if you grab him in a third and he becomes a bust, then... There's so much uncertainty. Yeah, that's it. You, you pretty much lost this... You know, you can't lose your third round pick. Um, yeah, let the other people in your league draft those guys early. And yeah, someone's gonna reach for sure. You're gonna get some guy in the oh. third round right at the beginning. You already know. See Zion, he's like, oh yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna be a first rounder for sure. Yeah. Just grab him. Every right? year, there's always that guy. Always don't. So we're, our tip to you is don't be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but hey, listen, if Zion starts putting up first round numbers, then you know you can come back and <laughs> ignore everybody next season. Yeah. But we're telling yeah. you, based on experience of the four years, I, I've mm-hmm. only one time I've seen a rookie actually pay off. Mm-hmm. Zion, maybe like he's a thinker, right? Like end of the third, I would consider. I'd, I'd really sit there and think about it. Um, I mean, have you been thinking about him thus far? I haven't. I haven't even. I saw his name at, at thirty six. I was I was gonna just give you a hot take. And he, hasn't, like, he hasn't crossed my mind yet. Really? He hasn't crossed it, but <coughs> I was gonna give us a hot take and just say, "Oh, I'm taking Zion at thirty six. So I think so. He's projected to get fifty percent from the field, seventy one from the line, uh, point nine threes, nineteen points, seven rebounds, two assists, one point five steals, and one point nine turnovers. Which I, I don't think he can achieve. Right? I think he's gonna be under fifty percent from the field. Mm. Right? Um, free throws probably even gonna be lower than that. I don't I don't remember him being a great free throw shooter. Mm. Threes probably like half, one every two games. Yeah. Points I think. 15 to 18 will probably be more realistic. Mm-hmm. Rebounds, sure, let's say seven. Seven, <laughs> like seven flat, like not not too much more. Assists, probably two, like a, random, little, guess, like yeah. a two-ish, maybe a little bit lower. Steals, I can see the steals, you know, big boy. I can see him getting more steals. More steals. The blocks, I, I'd probably give him a little more, so I can say 1.1 blocks yeah, a game. Yeah, put the blocks up more too. Um, but the turnovers, I... It might be it might be just around one point nine two ish. And he might be one of those guys get gets into a lot of foul trouble too. So yeah, so foul trouble is might something you can look for. You gotta keep in mind his team is full of young talent too, right? So yeah. it's not like he's the only guy that needs to be developed. It's still Alonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, right? Josh Hart. Yeah. So yeah, Holiday's still there too. Holiday's still there exactly. So it's not like he's feasting, right? He it's gonna be fun to watch these young guys run and gun, but yeah, fourth round is where I would probably actually start considering him, but. Yeah, not not anything earlier. Yeah, yeah, I might take him in the fourth round, depending on who I have so far. Exactly. Maybe pair him with like a LeBron and <laughs> Drummond builder, something along those lines, right? Yeah. 
think he'd fit well with those guys. But he's gonna be gone. Someone, someone's grabbing him. Oh, I know. I I don't count on getting him. Based yeah. off. <laughs> Based on some of these random projections with other people. Yeah, and some of the guys in our league. So. And all the hype, especially all the hype around him. It's. Yeah. I don't yeah. remember a player being this hyped up, in a while. Yeah, it's basically second. He's like the supposed to be like the third coming of Michael Jordan, right? Yeah, the next LeBron, next. <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's our top thirty-six, or well, our twenty-five to thirty-six. Um, yeah, that should. I uh, think that that should probably round out the episode. Wrap We're, it up for today. Um, yeah. Um, check out our Instagram page, and uh, give us some comments. Give us some advice on what you want to hear about. Um, we're we're gonna try and be. We have a Reddit account, so we're gonna try and be a little more active on that. Yeah. Um. If there's anything you guys want us to talk about or any questions, you can always reach out to us. It's Easy Money Easy Money Fantasy on all social medias. Yeah, Facebook and everything. Facebook and everything. So, yeah, until next week, we'll talk to you guys next week. Yeah. Toodles.